Welcome to another episode of the Sparkles of Gold Astrology Manifesto. My name is Nicolas Polimanakos, aka Sparkles of Gold. This episode is a weekly forecast for January 1st, 2023 to January 8th, 2023. 2023, can you believe it? What a interesting past year. It almost feels like that the year is not done, even officially we're into the new year. I think the forecast this week and sort of actually for most of January has a feeling where it's like the last year is going to linger of 2022 in there. And the reason is, is because there's kind of a tension and, and tension and release going on with a lot of the transits in January. I'll get into that in a second, Uh, but I'll talk about this week with several aspects that are happening, a full moon, an interesting uh, uh, Mercury retrograde aspect, so on and so forth. Um, For right now, um, if you have never listened to me before, um, you know, you can hit subscribe, follow me, Sparkles of Gold on Instagram, YouTube, so on and so forth. I'll talk more about that later. Let's jump right in. Happy New Year. Um, You know... I'm actually recording this late January 1st, New Year's Day night. It's 8 o'clock Pacific-ish here on the West Coast. Um, there's some lingering transits, and like I'm sure some lingering stories and lingering uh, food and beverage hangovers for many of you, if you're listening to around this time or the next 24 hours. Um, the lingering transits actually have to do with a Venus-Pluto conjunction that is still around that happened over the weekend. And this is connected to the week before where Mercury in Capricorn station retrograde to go backwards for the three and a half weeks or so uh, that it's going to do. And it started its retrograde motion conjunct Venus and Capricorn as a relationship story and a negotiation story and looking to seriousness and practicality in relationships. And then several days later, pretty much on New Year's Eve into January 1st, Pluto in Capricorn and Venus in Capricorn were together. So within days, Mercury, Venus, Venus, Pluto, Venus, Pluto, power struggle, Venus, Pluto, intensity, Venus, Pluto, love triangles, Venus, Pluto through the underworld, bringing up stories wherever Capricorn is in your chart that have to do with um, things that need to be purged and left behind, but also through sometimes tension and challenge and power plays, we get into deeper relationship structures and deeper relating in general. So this is lingering as I start this podcast. And what kind of comes in in the middle of New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and into Monday is that Mercury retrograde that's happening in Capricorn makes a, a great, tight, sextile to Neptune and Pisces is a fleeting aspect, but you need to like flex the muscle of the aspect. It's a conduit. Well, once flexed, it can vibe. Neptune brings its fantasy and its creativity and its connection to the dream and the divine and visions to the practicality of Mercury and Capricorn. And these are where visions and those dreams uh, can be constructed using Mercury and the Capricorn even though it's retrograde in an earth sign, construct the dream. And so this is lingering around, and this is a good thing. There's some inspiration here, and it isn't just floating out into the ethers. It can be corralled into the material earth plane. We move into January 2nd 
um, of uh, 2023, and that Mercury uh, a sextile Neptune is hanging around. Um, we also have the moon itself, uh, and I should just say where it was. The moon itself in Taurus, uh, while I do this, and into the next day, um, into the very end of Taurus, but then eventually, later on in the day, the moon goes into Gemini and will eventually make its monthly connection to Mars in Gemini, uh, which, as some of you well know, Mars has been in the sign of Gemini for months now, since August, and it's currently retrograde. So that Mars in Gemini will be going backwards here until about a week and a half, almost two weeks from now. I can't remember exactly when. Uh, it could be about a week, uh, the 15th, actually. But um, the moon is going to touch upon that Mars in Gemini, and that Mars and moon in Gemini are ruled by Mercury in Capricorn. It's currently going backwards, so it's more communication, more thought processes, the scatteredness of those thought processes, maybe too many, um, but this is an ongoing story for the last so many months. So remember, you know, check that part of your Gemini chart, um, but something else happens today, and at this point, after Venus connecting over the weekend with Pluto at the later degrees of Capricorn, on January 2nd, Venus moves into the sign of Aquarius. Now, Venus walks away and wants some space and some freedom with the seriousness that it's been dealing with while going through Capricorn, dealing with Mercury retrograde, and dealing with that intense Pluto-Venus you know, with, uh, connection with Pluto. Let me stop here to say that the Venus-Pluto conjunction that happened over the weekend of New Year's Eve, January 1st, has a deep connection to last year. Because last year at this time, from the winter of 2021, December, into January 2022 and February, Venus was retrograde in Capricorn and made three different conjunctions together with Pluto. And there was a major story that happened there in dynamics. And that's part of the deal here as of the last couple of weeks. But now Venus gets to slowly walk away from the Capricorn world and into the freedom, space, independence, and need for autonomy place of Aquarius. I think this is a great thing. Um, uh, we need space after the seriousness of, Sa of Capricorn. But still, remember, Capricorn is a Saturn-ruled sign, and so is Aquarius. And if you do not know, currently in the sky, Saturn is in the sign of Aquarius. It's been there since 2020 and will leave the first week of March. So Venus moves forward and has that sense of openness, but still has the stability and structure of Saturn and Aquarius. And eventually, within the month, we'll actually make a conjunction with Saturn. That's for another podcast. Um, I think I'm about doing a video on Venus and Aquarius here in the next 24 to 48 for YouTube. But that's what happens on the second. There, there's just an interesting switch up, a little change. And eventually, you know, we're going to get past the Capricorn birthdays within a couple of weeks and and we'll have even more space. But that's an important happening that's um, going down on the second into the third. Um, I will also say once we get into the fourth, 
um, we're, we're building up to Tuesday the 3rd, and we get into January 4th, we have a building uh, uh, Venus uh, in now in Aquarius making a sextile to recently enter Jupiter in Aries, a fire sign. And so when air and fire get together, that's a sextile. They kind of dig the relationship they have. It takes a little bit of, of effort to make the relationship flow because I think sometimes it comes a little too easy. But with a sextile, when two planets are pretty much 60 degrees away from each other, you can utilize this. So the fire and expansiveness and the questing qualities of Jupiter and Aries, the fire sign of will and putting one's will into the world. There's some fire and cardinal energy pushing Jupiter and Aries. And it's flowing with the freedom, loving, asking Venus and Aquarius. So that is happening there. So not only does Venus walk into Aquarius, it has a little bit of like fun and fire behind it. And I think Aries and Aquarius, they have a different way of going about independence and freedom, but they have that in common. And so I think here it's more of an open space of, of doing things differently and at the same time pushing oneself in the Aries part of the chart and it flowing in the Aquarius part of chart in relationships. I think this is a great aspect. We need it because we just came out of the seriousness of Venus in Capricorn with Pluto. So that's happening on the 4th. While I do this, I just want to look at my charts here because uh, at that point here too, we're on late January 4th on a Wednesday and the moon's still in Gemini uh, and it's eventually going to go into Cancer, which is going to lead to the major story of the week, I think. Two two big points of the week. So when we get to um, January 5th, I'm breezing through these transits today because there's other things I could talk about. But I do want to mention January 5th because the sun... In Capricorn, on Thursday, January 5th, makes a uh, harmonious trine to Uranus and Taurus in the Earth sign. And Uranus has been in Taurus for a while. If you've been listening to the podcast or reading about astrology, electrical, unpredictable, freedom-loving, progressive Uranus is connecting with that Capricorn sun. And it's great for Capricorn conservative, serious sun to have this vibe because it's it, to be flowing in Earth signs and still have a sense of newness to bring something... Uh, um, relatively in an inventiveness into the relationship between the two is great for Capricorns and Taurus in general. Um, and it kind of kind of connects to the day and a half before with the Venus Jupiter vibe. So there's an opening up of sorts. There's a movement. At the same time, remember, Mercury's still retrograde in Capricorn and Mars is still retrograde in Gemini. So you have this push and pull going on with the tr- with the transits. Um but, you know, on Thursday, the moon goes into Cancer. Uh, and then when we get into Friday, we have a full moon that's going to go down in the sign of Cancer. And that will be at 16 degrees. The moon will be opposite the sun in Capricorn. Um, this is, a, uh, an, I think, an intense lunation. Uh, reason being is Mercury retrograde at this point in Capricorn is at 17 degrees together with the sun opposite the moon. There is a cardinal initiating angle to communication. And this is continuing since the beginning of the Mercury retrograde. It brings an emotional element in because of 
the moon being in Cancer. So the seriousness and the practicality and non-emotional place of Mercury in Capricorn has to deal with the deep emotional place and cave and processing of the water sign of Cancer, which is sensitive and intense. So you have an interesting uh, predicament happening here. And even though we had other signs move like to Venus and Aquarius, openness and Jupiter and Aries, you know, I, I, the only full moon of the year, which happens every Capricorn birthdays for Cancer Moon, I, I think unearths an earth, like a type of um, a, a deeper type of emotional processing and stories. And, you know, or something like this, I don't want to forget that in the sky, and I've talked about this before, that Chiron and Aries, the wounded healer that deals with uh, wounds that we do not see in our chart, especially in this case in the Aries part of your chart, if you have uh, planets in Aries, um, is at 12 degrees, but I think it's deeply affected by the other cardinal uh, signs, Capricorn and Cancer, which the full moon is happening in. And, you know, there you see the sensitivity of 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 that Aries and the rawness and the sensitivity of the moon and cancer and then you got the boss and the authoritative vibe of Mercury and the sun and Capricorn it just doesn't vibe and this is what they call a square and a t-square with the three points I've talked about involved and this is tension and there's a challenge and something needs to move or change and a lot of times it's going to happen through challenge and conflict the, the the other planet helping out is that Uranus and Taurus that's still making a trine to the 16 degrees, 17 degree uh, Capricorn and making a sextile uh, Earth to water the full moon in Cancer. So there's an unpredictability to all this and it's how one can handle that un- unpredictability. But unpredictability in Uranus can bring in something um forward thinking and ingenious in solving conflict, especially in communication because Mercury and Capricorn is involved in this full moon. So you have to look for the alternative way, the alternative words, the alternative space when dealing with uh, emotional expression and communication and the, and the intensity of this full moon. I can bring in some other aspects here, but uh, I, I want to keep it as simple as possible there. And, you know, uh, you just just remember that I think Cancer Moons because not only do they bring the tears but they're bringing the past. The past comes up, you know, and and this is this deal with. It's funny because Capricorn is Earth sign is about building foundations and pillars. In the sense, those foundations and pillars started at a place at some point and they deal with the past and cancer is this other cardinal sign that's water that's always dealing with emotional processing content and lineages and memories and family and the past ancestry you could see the vibe here so things can come from a deeper well a deeper story and with things like this you 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 want to have a safe container to process those things so Hopefully one finds that. But if you have a cardinal planets or you have any uh, rising sign or, or plan, uh, planets in uh, between even 12 to like 17 degrees, um, 18 degrees cardinal, this full moon will affect you. Um, so 
Uh, but let's not forget, after that 3.07 p.m. Pacific, when the full moon happens, the moon at 16 degrees, eventually, within you know hours, while the moon's moving, it's also going to make an opposition to Pluto. And so the, it, it, the intensity gets ramped up here. And I think is connected to how I first started this podcast with Venus. And when Venus was in uh, Capricorn, the weekend of New Year's Eve, conjunct Pluto. And then we have this next stage and chapter of a story like a week later that's going to bring in uh, the emotional part of all all, of all this. So um, very explosive, actually, emotionally, if you definitely have those cardinal uh, parts in your chart that I mentioned earlier. Um, at, at the same time, we have this interesting thing because, you know, the full moon's at 16 degrees and Mercury in the sky is at 17 degrees. And it's like, uh, okay, you're going to say Mercury's ahead of the sun at a degree, but it's not. Remember, it's going backwards, which sets up within hours or 24 hours the next day, which when we get into the seventh is when we have... A, the midpoint of the Mercury retrograde cycle in Capricorn where Mercury is conjunct the sun together with the sun. And at the heart of the sun, the Kazemi process where Mercury is burned down by the sun to its raw, pure form. And in a sense is burned down to nothing and eventually reborn coming out of the sun. Out of any time during a Mercury retrograde cycle, if you were to do something and initiate something or sign a contract or do some kind of decision, because you always hear in the common world, like, don't do certain things during Mercury retrograde. And I'm not a believer of that. I'm a believer of Mercury retrograde being an enhanced place to do things, knowing that there could be roadblocks and challenges. But because of that, there are things, it, Mercury's amped up, actually, and, and ways and parts and words are exposed for you to review and relook those at those words or the story and then really get the clarity. And the biggest, sweetest spot of that is when Mercury is together with the sun here on January 7th. It's happening mid or mid-afternoon on, on Pacific time. But if you're gonna do something that's mercurial, sending a message, uh, having an important conversation, initiating something during the retrograde, this is the time to do it. And I really dig the, that day in general. Um, eventually, just after, um, uh, you still have the moon and Pluto doing their opposition dance. But if you're going to pick some time, that is the place in time. And that is the seventh. Um, you know, I, as always, I could do this and I, I could forget things. Uh, but, you know, if I move into the eighth, um, we'll have moon opposite Venus the 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 moon at this point will be in Leo opposite Venus and and the moon will make uh good vibes to the Mars a fiery moon will make good good sextile to Mars and Gemini um but the last thing i will say that's very important that builds up over the weekend and goes to Sunday the 8th is Mercury retrograde after going through the sun is going to make a harmonious trine with Uranus and Taurus. So Uranus is in the, in the game here this week, you know. It's, uh, we have a couple hits with Uranus with the full moon and the day before. Remember I mentioned the sun Uranus, and now here comes Mercury to get that uh, um, new, uh, uh, out-of-the-blue, inspiring, forward-thinking, uh, um, electrical 
a vibe to Mercury. Mercury loves this. And the cool thing is it's happening in Earth sign, so it isn't some fleeting thing. It can be taken and, and, and moved into a pieces that are put together and constructed in Earth science. And so you could see here there's some gold in the week. You just have to get through a full moon and some unpredictability. And if, if you can do that, here's a solution. After all the emotional stuff of the full moon, you have mercury that goes through the sun on the conjunction. The Kazemi is purified. And the next really killer aspect it makes awesome is with Uranus. So take note of those days. There's some beautiful transmissions that are coming through with Uranus and Mercury connecting together. You know, um, I have some more things written out on my piece of paper. I think, what did I write here? Unexpected mind flow. Out of the blue thinking. Out of the container thinking is what I wrote. Um, and I will uh, let it be there. I probably missed some stuff. But some of you know. I'd like to end my podcast with a, some thoughts and a story. You know, I the rest of the month here, we're going to have... Mercury come out of the retrograde and move forward and Mars finally in Gemini is going to do it too. And then I think we almost have the hap- the new year where everything starts to feel like it's really jumping and moving forward. We have Jupiter in fire cardinal sign. We have the Cancer uh, or excuse me the Capricorn birthdays and the solstice and and stuff in Capricorn that I want to initiate slowly with you know that's how Capricorn works but it's there's a building movement here and once the, Mercury and then Mars goes forward. We're going to have a feeling of like, okay, here we are. After a wild year of eclipses, which aren't done yet, and other aspects, maybe then we feel like it's a new year. And I will say on my end, on a personal note, I'm looking forward to that. I um, had, a, had a very chill New Year's, um, lots of things rolling through me. Some of you have listened to this. I told a story of having to put out a fire about a month plus ago at my parents' place. I will say last week, several days before New Year's Eve, there was a windstorm where I was. A tree fell on. I live in an attic of a house. A tree fell on the roof. It was wild. I I lucky, I talked to the arborists New Year's Eve. They cut down the tree. They told me how lucky it was. Uh, it could have went through the roof. <laughs> um, be grateful. Again, another message of being grateful and honoring and respecting nature in the world. You just never know what happens. You never know what can come through. And if you're in a hard place and dealing with love challenges, money challenges, health challenges, you know, these are the main things, family, uh, body health, mental health. The new year and the holidays just are just like can actually be lame. You know, it's like more stress, more stuff from the past coming up, you know, just like that full moon triggering that in cancer. So, I'm, you know, I'm just sending a message out to those people who are in those positions or have been. And, you know, and there's even the pressure of New Year's like, oh, it's New Year's. You got to do this and set this in the motion. And I'm into that. But if you want to think it on a simple level, just remember, just, you know, do it at your own pace. Whatever goal or vision you might have or have been contemplating, um, I think you can set it at least on paper or some sort of ritual and know and be realistic about how um, constructing something or constructing a vision is. 
doesn't happen really fast. And if it does, it's because of some luck, you know? For the most part, we build slowly and we take rests and we take a step back and we observe and say, okay, I'll tweak this and tweak that. And so that's the message I'm sending to you, y'all. You know, it's like with these transits this month, the feeling of moving forward and getting pulling back, but then eventually um, a certain type of vibe and moving forward. We're, we'll get into interesting aspects at the end of January and with February. And next thing you know, we're going to hit like the beginning of March and Saturn's going to leave Aquarius. Eventually Pluto or Saturn into Pisces, Pluto into Aquarius. It never ends, does it? It never ends. I want to send blessings to all of you. Thanks for supporting me in the last year, my YouTube channel and the podcast. I have some things coming up. Um, I'm going to really be pushing my YouTube, trying to stay consistent with the podcast and always, always coming from my heart. If you like what I do and say and anything, sparklesofgold.com, go subscribe to my YouTube channel. I got a Patreon if you want to donate, all types of things like that. Um, I'm just building my thing and I do have my goals this year. And I'm, I think I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm like, I, I have had new subscribers, new listeners like you come into my world and reply to me. And I've had client sessions and just amazing s- stories and, and coming up with tools with my clients, which I love doing my one-on-one consultations and the stories I've been hearing. And at least that look in someone's eye to be confirmed by astrology or any other modality to be have it mirrored and reflected back towards them where they feel like, hey, you know, I'm not so alone or what I thought and felt for a while of what I want to do and the fear that has held me back, I think I could do this. So I believe in that and I believe in you. All right. So happy new year to you all 2023, wherever you are. And until next time. Be good to you.